Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Rap and OJ Podcast, the most refreshing podcast in the world. Halifax's most authentic podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Rap and OJ podcast. I am your host Noah, sitting here with my wonderful co-host to the left of me, QP. QP, how are you? Hello, I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Settling in, settling into the new place, the new life, and all of those things. Uh, anything new in your world? Uh, yeah, Von Miller's on my team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole thing about players going to other teams and all that. I don't know much about that football. as a Packers fan. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> fo- football, guy stuff, yeah. <laughs> men, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, all that good stuff. Mm, Sunday football, mm. <laughs> the best. Bird the best. hand rub. Yeah. Um, well, it is now November. Happy November, all. Um, Scorpio season is upon us. I don't get. I don't know any of those at all. Like Scorpio. Yo, me and Drizzy are both Scorpios. The only reason I hate that I learned that is Scorpio season from his album Scorpion, (laughs) where he had a little Scorpion on it. I I don't. Yeah, that to me was one of. Anyways, I'm not getting into Drake's albums right now, but uh, November is upon us. Uh, Movember uh, is now here as as well. No, Uh, not November. Yes. Yes. Um, Save those nuts. Save the nuts. (laughs) Save the nuts. You might need them kids later on in your life. I thought we were going to do way more wordplay about that without getting to that. Without getting to kids before that, but you just... Right to the, you yeah, got right kick to the door it. door down. Yeah, kicking the door down. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all those things. I am a little confused though now, and I don't know why, but is Movember, and I might sound really stupid, but is Movember for all things men's health? Like, because I remembered way back that Movember started to raise money, like you grew the stash and everything, like, and to raise money for. Uh, prostate cancer and testicular cancer and those types of things. That's what I associate Movember with. Yeah, that's what I always thought. But I do see people uh, using it for mental health, which I think is A-OK with me, right? I think they're both very important. Um, I was just confused in the sense of that because I guess there's November is also Men's Mental Health Month. I'm hearing and and all these things. And I, I guess that's kind of ignorant for me to not know being a mental health advocate and everything like that but more importantly being a man well thank thank you q <laughs> thank you q for making me down <laughs> god you're the worst <laughs> you got me ha <laughs> woo yep 
Yep, get the air horns out. Get the air horns out. Good one. Would it be okay if we just not do that for the rest of the <laughs> I was going to, I was hoping you'd do that later on me. But we will get into that great, that great interview by Cody. But, um, but yes, it is men's mental health month to get back to that. And I don't know, I, 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 I guess I just am confused by it because I feel like there's so many things going on at once because I always remembered it as raising money for the, you know, the actual, the, well, God, I was about to say something really stupid, but the essentially like physical ailments, uh, cancers that men don't look into and all those things. But I think it's great that it's also men's mental health month as well, because I think it's important for, to end stigmas around men and mental health. But I do like with Bell Let's Talk, I do have criticisms for things um, only because it seems that when this comes around, it is the time for the men to get the mental health share and care. But it seems that every other month, is it just kind of like we don't care as much about it? Or is it, it seems, you know what I mean? It seems like we get this big emphasis on stuff and I think it's great. It's good to share awareness. Um, but I see a lot of, and, I, and shout out to my guy, Dante Rogers for, I, I, I saw him share this and I kind of just agreed with some of it and I was just gonna, I didn't, I got, you know, he didn't, I won't say that he said exactly what I'll say, but he did say similar sentiments that some of these bigger platforms, you know, will post the same posts every year about men's mental health. And it doesn't seem very, it gets to a point where it's been every year for so long that it doesn't seem very genuine. It almost seems more for likes and engagement from certain things and certain platforms. And I guess for me, being someone who has, you know, mental health struggles in the past and, and being a person that is going to openly say, if you're a man and you have mental health issues, like it is okay to have those, like, don't feel that it's not okay. And there are certain ways to get through those things and people to talk to and people do care and, and all of these things that I would love to echo. But at some points it becomes things that I feel that so many platforms just like and share and and, and people post because they're just saying, oh, if I post this, you know, and I'm sure you felt the same way in certain things of time with, <coughs> with, you know, the Black Lives Matter things, certain points of it, you probably, certain times, certain things felt with posts. Like we've talked about this before that you just kind of felt that certain posts and things like that are just yeah, kind of more like, it, yeah, yeah like anyways, I, I, you know, I, I feel that. A lot of for mental, men's mental health, it almost is very gender rolled and gender biases. But I think what the main thing is that people always forget to just mention and say is with me mental health, it, I think people just forget that they're humans at the end of the day. We kind of continuously put gender roles on it, which is weird in a world where we're trying to get rid of gender roles. Like, you know, there's there's the often people are trying to which is fine if you, you know, all those things too, right? We're trying like non-binary and all of these things. But it seems when it comes to mental health, it seems that we're putting even more gender emphasis on it and saying like, oh, it's men's mental health. Why don't we just call it mental health month in general? And I get why they're doing it because again, we want to put men don't get, men don't get as much care, but in the mental health world, but why don't we just start saying that it's, it's, we're humans, Instead of just saying, oh, it, it's a man's mental health versus a woman's. Let's just say that we're all humans and we're all having, we all deal with emotions. We all go through times when we're sad, we cry, we all get angry at things. 
we all get sad when a breakup happens or we lose a loved one or a cared friend or and or you know different things affect different people but it's it's we're all humans and we all deal with with mental health issues and i think that's what gets lost in the the, the main thing it's more like people say they want to end the stigma but they still say things like oh it's men's mental health month and you know men get neglected for certain things but it's like why don't we change it from men and women as and just turn it into we are all one as human beings in the sense of mental health i don't know really much about brains and science and all that stuff but there could be different brains for men and women but i would think that people's mentals are all basically the same it's almost like a soul you could kind of transfer a soul into a different but all that other things that I won't get into outer worldly stuff. But I just think the main thing that I wanted to say is that, you know, during men's mental health, I am for it. I am for men's mental health month and raising awareness and money, but let's just try to listeners of this podcast and everything. Remember that people are humans, that we all deal with struggles and men don't necessarily need any more attention than women. We both need the equal amount of attention. That's what it should always be. It should be we should be equal in the amount of attention. If your boyfriend is having a tough time months, it could even be a year, who knows? Like try to you know, stay with them, help them through things, give them the support they need and try to guide them in the right direction. Um, same goes for men with women and all the, those types of things. It's all the same to me. It's all people get sad for the same sorts of reasons. The things that make you cry at night or the things that make you worry, there's probably equally seven more billion people that get upset about the same types of things and just not feeling it in that moment. Um, because we all go through things at different stages and different times. And who knows when that might come? It might come when you're 20. It might come when you're 30, 50, 70, who, who knows, but it's it, it tough times come. And if you are suffering from a chronic mental issue, which are very noted and things, and there are people and ways to get the help you need and all that sort of stuff. But anyways, I don't need to go into too much more. Do you have anything you wanted to add into all that? I just was kind of... No. Cool. All right. Well... I support it. I'm with you. To make light of everything, speaking of mental health, let's talk about Kanye West a little bit, shall we? Him or his mental fucking health? <laughs> well, both need attention. Both need attention. And I, I think he is getting his mental health attention. It sounded like that from the interview. But we got to talk about this interview he did with drink champs and i was kind of laughing a bit to myself this morning with the typical cliche podcast thing like we are really about to talk about content about content that was made for content reasons <laughs> you know what i mean like we are talking about the people talking about content yeah and it's just funny because it needs to happen like we need to talk about what the fuck kanye said he did a two and a half hour interview with drink champs and it was a one a lengthy interview that was for kanye too like i thought that was wild so i we won't be able to touch every single little piece here because i mean that's just way too much we'd be kanyeing you out about stuff that kanye would be explaining himself so we urge you all to go watch it, but we will talk about some of our highlights here. If you didn't see it, we don't want to cause any spoilers. So yeah, spoiler alert, kind of. But you know, go watch it still. I don't think we'll ruin anything. It's two and a half hours. We mentioned four segments. Yeah, we're gonna mention like a couple of the key ones that I think you've probably seen little clips here and there of, and I I might be able to pull up a few as well just to just to play it um, while we're explaining this, but. 
we got to talk about it, man. And I, I, I'm going to shift to the queue because I've been talking for so long for now. But I'm going to shift to the queue first and just ask him, like, straight up. What is your thoughts on Kanye West in this present moment after watching most... I think you watched the whole thing or most of it. Um, I just... What's your real thoughts, true opinions, like... And talk about him as a musician and, you know, him as a person. All Both. in one point is, like, you know how they said Picasso was crazy? Or... Michelangelo was crazy, sorry. Well, both, I think. Here we go. We have another artist just in a different field. Absolutely nuts. I support Kanye, love him to death. Like, he's going to be, he's top five all time for my favorite artist. I think best top five, easily. But he just, he's a, what do you say? What do they say? A few, uh, few pairs short of a fruit basket. <laughs> I, um, I liked it. I liked or it. whatever they be saying. Whatever they he's be short saying. on something. Yeah, yeah, and I mean he's noted it. He said he's he's dealt with bipolar issues and everything. And I, you know, I, I mean the common thing is to say Kanye is crazy, but when you watch the interview, you know he does say some things where it's not like I want to say he's like full-blown needs to be in an institution it's nothing like that it's just that he's now become so he is so big he's such a figure in the world adding that in with a little bit of bipolar which which is noted he said this not I'm not just calling him bipolar just to call him bipolar like he's he said he's bipolar in his albums and and his music it's noted in interviews before Um, if you mix so much success and so much people get boosting your ego daily with somebody who has bipolar disorder, which is, you know, essentially one person some of the time thinking you're the best person ever. You're like a, a godsend human being. And then the half, other half the time you're like hating everything and all of this. So when you add that into somebody who's constantly being like, you're the best, like you, like people are selling, you're selling albums, you're meeting with, I mean, he name dropped and they were counting the names on the drink champs pod, which it got over 50 names. And they were like Oprah, Elon, like all these CEOs of Balenciaga's. Like if you're having meetings with all these people, plus you're dealing with a side of you that tells you every day that you're a godsend incredible human being you can't listen to everybody you're gonna go out and say things where you're like what are you talking about you know it's yeah. I, I i there's one thing he said and i caught it it was like a really small thing he said ego and anger love to hang out yeah and i was like i really had to sit down and think about it and i'm like mm-hmm. put myself in situations where like you're eager and anger sitting side by side yeah and they both come into play at the situation it's like he's got a very large ego yeah as he said in the beyonce remix i got a big ego and with bipolar syndrome yeah he can often get angry really quickly yeah it's just like oh there i mean that's the thing too when you watch it it's like it's two and a half hours long and for a solid half of it, maybe 45 minutes of it, you're kind of like, not even, not in a row. I just mean of content. You're like, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, I kind of see what you're saying. Like, you're kind of on a path that I could sort of follow, but 
then he says something where you're kind of like, okay, like, whoa. Like, like it's like... When I asked him what his haircut, he said, yo, what's that haircut called? And he goes, it's called the yay. But it was, he goes, but it's a Britney Spears. Oh, yeah, but, but it was originally like, called the Britney. The Britney, yeah. And I'm like, Kanye, you can't just go do that. When when the entire time you're you're trying to go for mental health and advocacy and all these things and which is great you know you talk about people's mental health and like Kanye said at one part of the thing when he was Don't like talking on the, well he was talking on the group chat or he was saying like like when he said he was richer than everybody else that and people so said like oh Kanye wants to say he's having an episode like they want to say Kanye's having an episode he's go to the hospital oh when he drops oh bars. <laughs> and it's like. Well, you just said that about Britney with your haircut. You yeah. you called your haircut of Britney, which symbolizes the <coughs> struggle that she went through at the time and cut her hair off the yeah. same night. And I was like, well, Britney went was going through a lot of shit, and now we find out later on that he was going, she was going through way more. So. And I still stand here beside you with one fist in the air, saying, "Free Britney, let's go." <laughs> we we stand beside Free you. Britney, we, we stand, stand beside, beside you. you here at the Rap and OJ podcast. We are with you, Britney. Also. <laughs> Kanye, you a little you 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 a weirdo, bruh. You like that fucking Aaron Rodgers guy. He said I'm I'm half halfinated. Oh yeah. Said, I wrote that down too. Because I got one dose. I got one dose. I'm half-sedated. Um, you can't be making up words on this fucking podcast. Yeah. That no. ain't a fucking word and it won't be a word. Yeah, like well, I don't really get that. I don't I don't think he's an anti-vax <coughs> person from that, because like I think he just I think I don't think he's I think he's just being really slow with it because like he's probably traveling and doing so much things anyways like he doesn't even he don't got time yeah which is doesn't yeah i mean he doesn't Think about kanye yeah he doesn't want to because of day planner look like yeah but yeah like i there's so many things to unpack with it but let, let's get into a couple more of like the the bigger things that he was saying but actually no no before that I wanted to say, like, my thing about Kanye, too, is that, like, I think he loves saying the most outlandish things. And I've said this kind of before, but it's because the more the more of an outlandish thing he can say and the more notoriety he can get, like, Nori, Noriega said it at the beginning of the interview. He's like, this is going to be by far the most viewed Drink Champs episode. Sorry to everyone else that's been up here. Like, this is by far going to smash every, like, interview we've ever done because it's Kanye West. People have to tune in to see what he says because he's going to say crazy things. I mean, for God's, I mean, not crazy things, but things that kind of get you like, ah, what? Like at the beginning of the podcast, he goes, I'm homeless, right? I'm homeless. And it's like, okay, yeah, you, you probably are. But he's like, I don't, want, I don't want to be tied down. That's the first limitation they try to set on you is you getting a home. And I'm like, I can't really understand why being like that, you buying a home would be like, the worst thing of control. I think buying a home is a great feat and having a home is, is big, especially for a lot of people. But I mean, there will be people saying to me like, Oh, he's so rich that he just wants to travel everywhere. And you know, he wants to be, so his money is no good anywhere because he wants to do all these favors and people to love him and all these things. That's, that's great. But you know, he was acting like if you didn't believe his thing on the home, you were like, uh, you were being controlled by others too, which I'm, I'm just like, if you want to have a house, a nice home, uh, a place to go home and sleep every single night, that's guaranteed. I, I don't see that as a problem. I think there's a lot of people that would take a home in a heartbeat. So, you know, I thought that was a little weird, but he, he says all of these outlandish crazy things like again i'm saying crazy so with lib so much liberty there but 
he says things that are so outlandish because the more outlandish things he says, the more people will tune in. And the thing is, is that he doesn't necessarily care if he has a majority because if it's if if everyone in the world sees what you're saying and only one billion of them agree, that's a pr- that's a minority out of the globe. But Think if about, a billion people agree with you, it's gonna seem like a majority in a lot of cases. Think about probably one of the biggest Kanye West incidents ever. I'm sorry, Taylor. I don't mean to interrupt, but I think Beyonce West had the best video of this year. Blah blah blah. Did he even say sorry to interrupt? I thought he just fucking went up. He there. said, "I don't mean to. I don't mean to interrupt you, Taylor." But Beyonce West had, or sorry, Beyonce had the best Beyonce video of the year. <laughs> no, but that, but yeah, I mean, he talked about that at the this this interview. And then too. that's like a iconic Kanye moment because he was outlandish. He did something yeah. that draw everybody's attention. Yeah. People talk about that to this day. Yeah, same with the George Bush don't care about black people. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Like that was like he was on <laughs> SNL and completely stumped everybody. Like that was insane. Like that was one of the greatest TV moments of all time. He literally just stood up there and everyone didn't know what to say. He's like George, George Bush, Bush does not care, care about black people. <laughs> like that was absolutely. Mad oh. madness. I don't even want, I'm gonna stop saying crazy because I wasn't. Oh, um Fuck God, yeah. But he's just he is you can tell his ego is all time high and I get why it makes sense. I mean he it was so funny when he told DJ uh I can't what Ebro? No, not Ebro. Evo. Evo? Okay, well he t- when he when he was doing the air horn in the middle of it, he said he said, "Would you mind uh, if we Not just didn't that do that for the rest of the episode?" <laughs> like just the way he says it, and the way he looks saying it, it's like. You didn't really ask it like politely, like you were saying, like yeah. Would you mind like not doing? It's like when a teacher that. says, just like, "Don't do that." Yeah, it's like when a teacher says, like, "Would you mind being quiet for the class, please, so we can present?" Yeah. Like that's not her like being like, "Yeah, do you mind doing this?" Like it'd be really kind if you would do that. It's like, nah, you better fucking do it, or you're getting kicked out of this fucking classroom. <laughs> but Fact. let's get it. Let's get into a couple of the bigger things that he got into. Uh, I one of the biggest notoriety things that I wanted to bring up on the pod because it's so random because I swear we put things into the existence in the world because all of a sudden in the last two weeks we started talking about Big Sean out of nowhere we we brought up Big Sean versus Little Baby and now ladies and gentlemen we have Kanye versus Big Sean ladies and gentlemen Kanye and Big Sean are now officially going at it I don't think Big Sean will respond. Well, he's already said he's going on drink chance. He wants to go on drink chance to respond. Yeah, that's that'll be his. Like he, if anyone ever thought that Kanye and Big Sean would get into like a fucking rap beef, they were. No, no, this ain't the same. This is yeah. better. This is way better. That them having a rap. I like beef, this is just real. Men I don't need. I don't need shit. Kanye to be in another rap beef ever again. It's not to me like it's not really. There's no real rap beef that happens. Kanye didn't make any diss, diss tracks to Drake. Like you know what I mean? Like there's there's no nothing. There's just subliminals yeah, yeah. when it. Remember, uh, Drake released it on OVO, OVO. Oh, but yeah, but like, that was a Drake diss. Yeah, it was, but like he didn't actually put it out, so it wasn't like, that's what I mean. Like, I don't need, so that, so there's. I didn't even think it was that good, but he did diss the fuck. Yeah, I know, but he didn't even put it out, so it wasn't even, like he made it, sure, but there's probably been tons of diss tracks made in the past that never got released. It was just like, ah, well, I'm not going to do this. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't need, I don't need them to go on a rap beat, but they are going to have a beef now, like clearly, like, because he's, I mean, Kanye buried him. He basically literally grabs a tombstone and says, 
he said it terribly because I see in Nori's position how he could have thought that was like a great thing. Because he said, because Nori goes, Pusha T or Big Sean? He said, oh, I love this. I love this. Stood up, grabbed this toy tombstone like a prop and says, on my grave, it's going to say, on my grave, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. So... When I'm thinking about it, right, like, I, my initial reaction goes, oh, that's because he loves Big Sean so much. Like, that's dope. Like, it was a great signing. And Nora, and Nora even goes, like, wait, okay, hold on. I'm confused. Did, did, is, so you're picking Big Sean, right? So, and DJ goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, clearly he's picking Big Sean. He goes, nah. Oh. <laughs> nah. Signing Big Sean was the worst thing of my career and nori by accident goes oh you love to see it you just love that's to see what it. i was saying. the whole fucking interview kanye would just say some outlandish shit whether it made no sense or whether it was wrong or not he'd just be oh yeah, yeah let's clap it yeah. on they fucking give a drink like yeah. shut up so so nori thought he was saying like he thought he thought he said that it was the best thing because he was like oh you love to see that like the the rappers respect and he goes and then they were like, wait, no, nah. like, I was the worst thing. He's like, oh, shit, shit, oh, no, no, I thought you said it was the best. Wait, what? And so, like, and I, it's clear, too, that I, so guess Kanye, I'll explain it, keep, keep explaining it, but Kanye was basically like, yeah, uh, I don't support Big Sean anymore and all these things because, I, he's like, I knew that man's mama and he didn't support me when I was going to get going for the election and all that. Like he was used as a democratic puppet. And honestly, to, to Big Sean's defense, I don't remember Big Sean doing that very much. I, I he probably said something about Kanye and not voting for him, but I don't remember him like going out and being like this huge anti Kanye guy during that election. I don't remember that very well at all, at but, all. but Anyways, I guess that was a part of it, and that's why he was the worst. So we also learned that Kanye really burned bridges over the like he really cared for that election. Like it meant the and, world to him. And, and it and it's so weird to me because like Kanye, you didn't come close. Like you should hate everybody. Hate the world then. Like didn't he get? He got definitely less than one percent of the total votes. Like definitely. And, like, that's – it's like, Kanye, you don't have to also be the president, dude. Like, you're so, so mega talented and all these things that I don't think people want to vote. Like, it's I would not you, bro. You're not the president. Like, yeah, I wouldn't vote for Kanye. I think everybody agreed with this because I said this for, like, the last, like, seven years. Jay-Z would make a great president. I think Jay-Z would make a great president of the yeah. United States. Just because he's – his person – his persona – He's calm. I can see collective. that. He deals with shit. I can see he's Kanye not being public. on the team there. If Kanye was on Jay-Z's team with that, yeah. you'd get my vote. Yeah, propane fucker, uh, uh, campaign manager. Yeah, bro. Okay, if he was the campaign manager for Hove. Well, no. I, not the cam- Maybe not the campaign manager, but like some type of spokesperson. Like, If he was the vice, if he was vice president to Hove, yeah, sure. Nah, you got me. Now nah, you got me. You got me there. I'll Fights do it. You got my vote right there. But I'm for pre. Yeah, I don't know. For president, I mean, Kanye. Uh, now we're gonna burn our bridges with Kanye. Speaking bro. of Jay Z, uh, I love in the segment when they go. So, have you, do you know about verses? And Kanye's like, Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And they're like, So you know who we'd be talking about? And 
he was like, yeah, yeah. And then they mentioned, they actually mentioned Jay-Z for a second. And I was like, and Kanye goes, no, I can't do that because that's my boss. And uh, he st- they were like, well, how would you compare it? And he was like, I don't even think you could compare it. And I'm like, I like Kanye. And then Kanye went on this like solo rant that he does. And he's like, I think you just have to compare Kanye albums to Kanye albums. And he's like, it doesn't matter because he goes, in my opinion, Dark Twisted Fantasy beats all. And I'm like, ooh. Oh, yeah. he, he believes something that I believe in and that a lot of people that I... Well, I think Kanye just believes in what he's, he does that gets gassed up so much. Yeah, man. Because it's, it's his ego. And then they asked the Drake one. They said, so how would it go? And he was like, so would you, would you win? And he was like, yeah, I would totally win. And I was like... I think it has to happen. I think I tweeted and Instagrammed at Versus and tagged them and said it has to happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't For think... For the fucking culture. Yeah, if that happened, it would be all time. Like, it has to happen. If I mean, let's be honest. They're trying. There's no way they're not. Like, they're definitely trying to do that. They know it himself if they did I that. I bet you like, Drake just don't want to do it. Yeah. I bet you Drake just doesn't want to be in, like, 10 feet. With Kanye, he's just like, nah, this guy's fucking tapped. I don't want to be around. <laughs> like, I can't, I hate saying all that. Like, I don't want to keep saying like, because like, I don't think like Kanye is necessarily that. <coughs> I would feel on edge around Kanye West if I didn't know him personally. Okay, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, having him for an interview would make me edgy. Like, I'd be like, ah, I want to say the wrong. Like, Nori, you can kind of tell. Like, Nori, of all people, even he's is a like a jokester. Yeah, like, he's like, oh, uh, uh, wait, no, no, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, shit. Like, he's, he's, he's afraid. Like, and, and it was funny, too, because when he started kind of trying to take shots a little bit, like, Kanye's had some issues with alcohol before, and obviously with bipolar medication, it's not really ideal to be drinking at all. Like, you're, it's, it's warned against and all those things. So you can kind of hear when he's starting to take the shots, people in the background being like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Like you can kind of hear like his like managers supposed to be like, ah. like they're a little scared that he's starting to put shots in his, in himself during the day. It was like 10 AM too. So he said something, he went like, this is like, like I said, love Kanye, but he just says, oh, we love Kanye. He'll, go, I still love he'll Kanye. literally just go off topic. He'll be talking about him. They asked him about the Drake beef. And he originally started and compared it. He goes, it's like basketball players. It's like he's, the NBA. He's like, it's like the NBA. We have our own skill. We have our own. And we do our and like we do our own thing. And then God love I dropped my phone. He, uh, he said he said something right random. He goes, right. she goes, I was with Kobe, and Kobe died in Calabasas on the same street that I, I drive my kids to school in. And he goes, and niggas are playing GTA, and that's real life. I was like, what? Yeah, no. Did that have yeah. to do with anything that the fucking question Yeah, no, there was some, what? yeah, there's 100% just I'm like, there you're right, because it is very like a GTA, and it's... Like, people can steal helicopters, like, I, it's like, kind of almost being like, yeah, people can drive He's helicopters in Calabasas, and it looks like the same streets in Hidden Hills in Calabasas with... 
where you drive up on the hills in San Andreas or, or whatever. The, not San Andreas, God. I, also, rest easy, Kobe never went. Yeah, yeah. Get that good era. Yeah, I like yeah, Kobe yeah, too yeah, much yes. to be yeah, ever joking I'll, or speaking about Of it. course, but this was like, he was almost saying it like it in a weird. way where it was like, I, why like, did you I was kind of thrown off. Kobe's death to GTA in real, I was like, anyway, yeah, no, it was wild. And he loves Kobe, so I don't think he was trying to ever diss. Oh, not at all. I just think he go, like, yeah. He actually he, mentioned that how he like hung out with Kobe and spent yeah. a lot of time with Kobe. No, for sure. And I believe that for sure i mean he made those commercials with them and stuff i believe they spent some time like but yeah it's one of the best commercials ever we don't everyone knows the one i mean everyone knows um, he was about to be an act and i was like i gave him a look i was like nah don't do it don't do it fuck does that mean but no like that's with kanye though that's what i mean he says every story and every point he tries to make with some extra crazy outlandish way of doing it like he compared kobe's death and everything he's like this is like gta in real life like that's a clip in itself that's gonna be viral you look at academics page you look at tmz look at anything there is like 50 clips of this interview oh, because the whole fucking interview's not an academic because e because every it. single time he'd say something like that i'd be like well, what and like so like that's the thing i said there's about 45 minutes of Kanye things that he says in here where I'm like, yeah, I, I you know what? I kind of, I kind like, I might not a hundred percent be there cause I'm not as rich and famous and can't sit at tables with Oprah and like Elon, but I get where you're kind of going. But like I wrote a few things down. Like you were saying, there was a couple points where he made, and to, to your point when he was talking about the homeless, like I don't have a home and he said, home is where my daughter and kids FaceTime me. I yeah. was like, that's fucking dope, kind of. like yeah, yeah, like I kind of agree with that. Like, but at the same time, like nah, there's like, a lot bruh, of people in the world that want a home, bro. And you also have a ranch of like 250 acres. You, maybe you sold it now, but like, what are you? You were like two years ago talking about black ownership of land would be like the biggest thing, and that's why you were buying all those ranches in Wyoming and all that stuff. And I was like, that's great. I, I like that. That's dope. Get more get more land in the West name. That's great. You I'll know? tell you right now, Kanye is the type to have a crazy like breakup and the fact that it's public, he's fucked. I, I couldn't imagine going through a breakup and being public. But Kanye's relationship and like Oh, and how those, <coughs> yeah, it's huge. And he still loves her. That's the hard part too. He's like talking in the interview. He's like, that's still my wife, and like there's no paperwork. And like that sounds a little like all right, Kanye, but she's like kind of like said publicly you're gone and stuff and like you know you gotta just it's not your wife really you know anyways that's another thing that yeah. i won't that's his own feelings towards and that's that's a mental thing in itself that's where men do kind of teeter on some mental health things as well but no but like i think he likes to say really outlandish things because the more people that hear his stuff because the more outlandish you are the more people that will see it and if you have a minority of 8 billion people and that's your minority is 1 billion people well 1 billion people follow you shit that's enough that's enough to it's enough to take over the whole damn world if you really wanted to honestly I mean look at like he yeah. even mentioned something about Hitler in there I remembered I, I didn't write it down because I was like I don't even know I, I feel like I'd mess that up if I even brought it up but I do remember him saying something like that and I was like whoa whoa wait what because, like, of something with the control stuff and things. And I was kind of like, it's almost like Kanye in a sense. Like, he tries to have this cult following. And, <coughs> like, he said, interviewed, I wrote down, he said, I'm running to get canceled. I love cancel culture. I'm above it. 
So he loves that people try to cancel him because more people just start agreeing with him. Go. Because it's Kanye. Go. Anyway, um, we got through the Big Sean stuff. I don't know. Him and Big Sean are obviously not good. Uh, Big Sean says he owes him like $6 million and all this stuff now. So Big Sean will do a drink champs at some point. I'm a little disappointed that him and Big Sean aren't really cool because I liked that whole, you know, thing and everything. Um, oh, another one that I did want to touch on. <laughs> you see the Soldier Boy part? It, it's funny because I actually watched the academics and Soldier Boy interview where him and Soldier Boy were talking about why he was left off uh, remote control. And Soldier Boy hands academics his phone and academics reads it out word for word. And it's Connie being like, bro, like all cats of fire. She's like, this is fire. And then on the fucking interview, they asked him, so why did he make it? And he's like, ah. No good. You had heard the verse? He's like, yeah, you heard the verse? <laughs> you heard the verse? He goes, and then everybody laughs. I was like, ah, oh, bro. Yeah, they, he was... I mean, he did give Soldier Boy his flowers too, though. Like, he gave Drake a lot of flowers too, though, as well, during the interview. But he gave Soldier Boy his flowers saying, like, he's top five most influential... Like, most influential, like, of the current generation and stuff. And they didn't really go too deep in that because I think Nori just wanted to stop that whole conversation about Soldier Boy. I think they just yeah. didn't want to talk about Soldier Boy, but it was Boy. it was funny because there is a couple things coming out about this where it's like like Big Sean said like uh, what is he talking about? Like we haven't talked and like I was just with he showed a picture like he was like I was just with this man didn't say nothing about none of this. Like there is a couple things where it's like Kanye did say some things where you're like ah. Was that really what you were like, the soldier? Somebody's lying. And then it's Big Sean and Kanye. Somebody's lying. And again, love Kanye. One of my favorite artists. One of the best music. Has one of the best albums of the year. Easily, I think, top five. Um, You know, he says some things where I'm like, ah, I, I might be inclined to believe Big Sean on this maybe a little bit. But... What is it to you? You're con. You're oh, sorry. We keep calling him Kanye. That is not his name anymore. It's Ye. He is actually officially now just Ye. No, <coughs> no West. No Kanye. Just Ye. Y E. Um, sorry, Ye. So don't say Kanye. Just say Ye without the con. That would be the idea. That is the yay. <laughs> That is the whole. Uh, that's the whole concept, right? Uh, it's probably for his daughters. Yay! Yay! Daddy! Yay! Yay! Daddy! Yay! <laughs> We're so stupid. You want to get into that like serious part of this podcast? Oh, the are we done off the Kanye stuff now? Are you got all? Are you all Kanye out? Do you got everything you want to talk about with Kanye? I mean, the people gotta go watch it. And see for yeah, themselves. go. I definitely go watch it. Shout out to Noriega and yeah, Nor- DJ. the real Noriega. Yeah, like shout out to that man. Shout out to Drink Champs. Completely, what an amazing interview. And at the end of the day, I still love Kanye. I I think Kanye is a very complex person that needs his own attention with things, but he is still an incredible musician. I hope he never does stop making music. Although I've said, and I do still agree if you needed to stop making music to take care of your life. Now we have had some of the greatest music ever produced and made and all that. To to your point right quick, that uh, interview, that podcast has been out two days and it's at 5.1 million views. Oh yeah. It's going to, it's going to, I mean, that's one of the most viewed podcasts probably on YouTube right now in general. 
like not even talking like days like i'm talking history like 5.1 million views on a podcast video jeez that is shout out to them man like i i'm wondering like they really go, i mean him and Nori- noriega and yay have been close for a long time like oh fuck yeah like i i shout out to them man for real like and and shout out to kanye keep doing your keep doing your thing and i get you and i love i i do understand what you do and you i mean what you do makes you so successful and if you ever so happen to want to make a very little podcast one of the biggest podcasts in the world come up and come up and do a podcast with us show how big and strong and yay you really are hey <laughs> exactly. show, show, show how big your club really is show that you can make us become the biggest uh and all that but yes do you want to do you want to transition us out of the Kanye uh I mean, there's no real fucking soft way to do it, but no. I guess not. here at the Rapid OJ podcast, Noah and I will say we uh, we give our condolences out to all the people injured in the lost lives at the Astro World concert this weekend. Astro Fest, I think. Yeah. Astro Fest, yeah. Uh, was it reported eight? Eight officially so f- died. Eight so far have officially past um all cardiac arrest um i think is actually no sorry that's false there was a a mix though there was some people that were killed in like the whole like stampeding but like it's not like it's trampled trampling which is an absolutely scary scary way to imagine losing life um being lost in a stampede of people so, uh, you know, we can kind of explain the story a, a tad bit, although there is still details coming out. And I also want, like, yeah, I, I to echo Q sentiments, all, like, thoughts and prayers to everybody involved and condolences to people and families and all that. And, you know, uh, there's, there's also some things coming out about Travis that we'll get to in a second from this. But essentially, there's there's a bunch of developing stories, but it sounds like there was an anonymous person, obviously, uh, going through the crowd, injecting people with some sort of narcotic. Um, they, a security card did pass that was also injected with this substance, which what we were just watching before the podcast was a police officer from the area. I think it was in Houston, right? Or was it in? Oh yeah, Houston. Yeah. Um, he was basically just said, you know, somebody got died. For, from cardiac arrest and after he was injected with some sort of narcotics. So there was somebody in the crowd doing this. And once he injected a few people or whatever, it became known to the crowd. And of course you hear something like that mass panic goes because it could be the person next to you who knows and mass panic happened and stampede started happening and people, yeah, God, that's so, yeah. Anyways, people lost their lives by that type of thing. And it's really, it's sad and everything. But I also want to, you know, there, there was, there's a couple things starting to come out about Travis Scott that I definitely think aren't warranted yet for sure. One story in particular that got released yesterday very quickly is that they said that Travis Scott kept performing for 38 minutes after the first person passed. Now that's very misleading because 
if you, you know, I, from what I, I haven't been to a festival myself just because I'm a small area and haven't been to one yet, but from what I know about festivals is that there are ambulances always on standby and medical teams on standby because they know there's a lot of recreational substances going around. People pass out heat, dehydration, all of these things. So I've, I've seen some comment section being like, oh, as soon as he's seen the first ambulance or medical team or person getting, he should have stopped right there and everything like that. And I, I understand that sentiment, but with a person like Travis Scott, I think that probably happens way more than people might think. Um, which is unfortunate. People should be much safer when going to these festivals, but I think that people don't realize how often it happens. So he kept performing is what this is all my assumptions. He kept performing and, you know, things kept going and obviously ended up stopping. But they're making it out to sound like he just kept performing after the police and everybody asked him to stop. Um, so I'm not. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I saw a video that came up on. I think I was on Instagram and it's a video of like people climbing onto the stage to try and tell people that someone was dead in the crowd. And to speak on where you were like, you haven't been to a festival. I've been to a, a large festival. I went okay. to a day and night festival. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Uh, in California. And it was funny. So the headliners Friday night, Travis Scott, Chance yeah. Rapper Saturday, and Kendrick on Sunday. So I was actually at a Travis Scott <coughs> concert set. And or Travis Scott is known for open up the mosh pits. Like he's that type of... he. He kind of embraces the rock star, the rage, the, yeah. the rage rock star side of his fucking of his hip hop. You say he's a rapper, but uh, whoa, fuck! <laughs> you would whoa. say he's a hip hop artist. Shut whoa. the fuck up, anyways. You, you guys just... gotta go watch Kanye's fucking interview. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> That's <so> stupid. <laughs> the people will go listen to that and just uh, back and he uh, <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I literally got caught in Sorry, a wash pit, lost a hat in one of my red roaches. Like, I walked back to my hotel room with one shoe. But <laughs> one shoe, I swear to God, I was fucking twisted. <laughs> I got my hat, dude. You got, oh, you got the hat I got back? the hat. Oh, it so was a white like... hat, too. So when it dropped, that was like the first thing I got. And then my shoe went, and I was just like... And there were so many people kicking it and jumping around. And, and I was like, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, man. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, Tra that's what I mean. Travis Scott's, okay, go ahead. So to, oh, just to speak on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know where I was at in the crowd. It would be really fucking hard to get to the front of the stage or even to run back. Because, like, like, Travis Scott and, like, Lil Uzi Vert set, it was stupid. Oh, yeah. And you have to think, Travis Scott's gotten bigger since you were there. Way bigger. Way bigger. Yeah. Like, Astro World was an album which he made a whole fucking festival called Astro World Festival. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, he's now even bigger. So those... I just feel like if people are like, he was he was playing for 38 minutes, it probably took someone yeah, so 15 I, to... So, so I want to give Travis Scott the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not pin Travis Scott as the guy that would hear that, yo, somebody's no, we're dead not doing, out there. Yeah, we're not doing that. At the, like, like, I'm not doing that. Like, that's a dumb story that I'm not feeding into. Like, because that's just completely unfair to this man. Like, he's probably... 
to very distraught actually about this because you have to think this is going to affect his career because dead serious. Oh, hell yeah. Dead serious. I said to myself yesterday after reading that, I was like, all right, well, an ask, like a Travis Scott themed festival to me or a, even like for now is completely out of my books. Like I, I still want to go to like a day and night or a Coachella or something, but man, that made me think about festivals for a second there. Like, like Travis Scott themed ones where the it's rage like, is so it's different. Yeah. It's really different. Like that is like too much. Like, it's like, dude, I, Hey, like Uzi I, had fucking like semi mosh pits, but I wouldn't even say it's mosh pits. It was just people fucking hype. Cause Uzi makes hype music. But when, when Travis Scott played, what's it? Don't you open up that window? Like antidote. somebody came, came up to me, like pushed me. And I turned around and grabbed him by like the throat. He was like, whoa, we just mosh pit. And I was like, don't fucking push. Like, you just pushed a random fucking person. No, but that's what that, those are. Like, that's the beat. And that's why that vibe to be, like, yeah, yeah, nah. Yeah. Like, if you get a couple drinks and You gotta be uniform. built different for that type of shit. And I, and even my girl was like, you're fucked. And I was like, well, like, he just pushed me. And, and, I was, that, and that's the other thing. The States, too, it's like, they got all, like, everyone's carrying, man. Yeah, everybody packing. Everyone's carrying guns because that shit, like, you got to almost at this point. And it's like, bro, that just, yeah, that's that in itself. Is, I, but I'm sure at festivals, they check you, your person and stuff. Oh, like fuck that. Yeah, yeah. So you're kidding. Never mind. I guess that, but still, you never know. I mean, this guy brought in drugs and uh, needles and a bunch of. Fuck, man. Scary, man. That is. Fucked up. That's psycho. That's psycho crazy shit. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. Scary. That's literally. That's crazy. one of the honestly the scariest things I've ever heard is that there was a guy running around a music festival, injecting people, with poking a, people with fucking a needles. drug that will kill them. Like will stop your heart. Like it's fucked. Like people died straight up after getting injected from this stuff. Like that's like it's fucked up. Like what could you do? So fucked up. So like you know really man like oh my god just thinking about the parent like thinking about the parents of those kids like those kids went to those festivals and like ah man like that's crazy like people gotta really white people not all it's not always always us but listen travis scott is very fun i like my travis scott music too the rage is cool if you want to party like that (coughs) but stop listening younger people stop listening to those music and taking all the drugs that they say they take because they're kind of exaggerating it a bit in their music if you think travis scott is always zanned out or always on drugs and all that travis scott's very normal and does deals with uh mcdonald's nike all these things you think he's on lean and taking percocets and all these meetings and taking ecstasy in these meetings like no bro relax a bit don't go to these festivals and say, yeah, I'm buying myself three grams of Molly and I can't wait to pop it all in two days. Like, just relax. Just chill. Like, just, I'm not even trying to be that guy. It's just like, hey, don't do any drugs or any of that. So that's All that money you want to spend on your drugs, go buy the fucking overpriced drinks that they sell at these fucking festivals. Take it all. Do everything more in moderation, guys. You can't be these rappers that rap about rock star lifestyles. It's just like the rock stars. You can't mimic them. They got way more money, way more protection, way more people looking out for them. If Travis Scott goes high to an event, you know how much security is watching over his ass the entire time? Doesn't matter how much he took of anything. He's got a fucking 
eight-foot giant security guard that's going to punch anyone that he does starts with anything, and he's going to carry him home on his on his leg. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of security guards and, and hip-hop artists, um, what's it, buddy, that sings uh, Corvette, Corvette, Hop in the Mouth of the <laughs> Oh, my God, yeah. Pop, um, Pop Hunter. Pop Hunter, yeah. Yeah. Some random dude runs up on his stage at Rolling Loud, grabs the mic... Tells him he don't even know how to sing his own song. Continues to sing it while dancing. I thought it was him. Dude, I kid you not because I haven't seen Pop. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I I haven't seen Pop Hunter that much. Like, he has the Corvette Corvette song. And I only really know that because little Uzi hopped on and did a remix that made it fire. I only know it because Juju was hitting it. And AFC fucking team in the fucking league. Yeah, that was funny too. I can't even lie. I know people were against Juju, but I thought it was hilarious. But, um... That song was so big, but like, he the fan kind of had a point. The kid was up there <laughs> rapping the song, hip hopty popping around like I've never seen. Like just absolutely killing it, singing it right on tune and everything. The Corvette, Corvette. Meanwhile, Pop Hunt is struggling to get the mic out of this Bro, man's hands. Bro, it's off on the side. This man's jumping around performing for a solid 15 seconds on the video. I'm like, oh, wait, no. What do you mean? I thought I was waiting because the ca- I read the catcher. So I was waiting for the kid to hop up. <laughs> and then I see this mediocrely taller man, like maybe a couple inches, walk over and go, hey, man, that's my microphone. Gives, tries to get it back while this kid's dancing away from him. And then he gets the mic back and doesn't do nothing. He's like, straight up, kid. You tell you you perform that song better than him. The fuck? When you want like that? When you talk like that? When you want like that? <laughs> it was fit. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, that I had a fucking fantastic. great laugh at that. Yeah. Like, no. I was like, where's your security, bro? Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like it's hilarious. How does some random state, like, I was all for it. Keep doing that kind of stuff. Just like the people who run on the soccer pitches or football fields, like, during, like, intermission stuff like you got yourself kicked yeah. out of that game i would never do it but thank you but for entertaining me like, allowing you to say they shit on you as the announcers and the broadcasters on the tsn but we love it like we bro when it. i see some man with that when i see some drunken fat white dude run on the field absolutely juke a fat security guard i think that's one of the best things in football well, what's the? It's like watching a, like car crashes in NASCAR. Like, you don't <laughs> want to say that's your favorite part, but fuck y'all. We all know that y'all watch NASCAR, hoping for like a twenty car pileup. If uh, the unidentified male that we're speaking of can identify himself and come up on the podcast, it'd be great. But do you remember back a couple of years ago when that guy dressed up in a full New Orleans Pelicans warm up and was and got on the court and was shooting shots and he was like. Pass me the ball. And people didn't people realize him the ball. He was shooting it. And, he and took like two shots of the security game. Well, then you all of a sudden just see some of the players being like, bro, what? Bro, who is this man? Like, did we just – like they were kind of thinking like maybe they just picked him up off because I, I think like sometimes Damn. that actually happens to some NBA guys. Tell you. Like ben, like I know Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid probably just like sometimes they'd be signing practice squad people are like, who the fuck are you? Who, who yeah. are you riding the bench right now? Like. <laughs> yeah. You're our what fifteenth man off? You know, the yeah, it's like so they probably, but they were like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. And then yeah. They like it took them a while. That was great. That was good stuff. Um, all right, we've been talking for a while about stuff. Do you want to get into your new music so we can get us, hop out of here? Yeah, as you would say, yeah, hip hop, de pop, hip hop, de pop. Yeah, I'm not calling them. You can't call them what you call yeah. artists anymore. Yeah, I didn't um, call them. It's what. 
I felt terrible today. Kanye said I was saying something. So basically... Um, yeah, you in, have to explain this. In the interview, Kanye said, when someone calls me a rapper, they're basically calling me a nigger. I was like, what? And he goes, you're associating like rap, like that rapper, as in that, bla- like that black male. And I was like, Kanye, you're fucked. Like, bro... <laughs> I don't think people are taking rapper as a. I I, I think in certain terms, like see, he, I get where he was yeah, coming. Yeah, like from. he goes I so really deep do. into it that at some point you kind of be like, all right, it's not yeah, that deep, but like it's not that deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's like saying he's like when the news calls like me a rapper, I'm way more than that now. It's like yeah, Kanye, but we all know you from rap. If you didn't come from <sighs> rap, you'd just be. Kanye West. Kanye now West. you're yay, yeah. and people are accepting that because you're so talented at music and rap. That's okay. Hey, I would love to be called a rapper, like podcast. Oh, that's podcaster. No, great, fantastic. You know who I am. Hey, that's the podcast guy. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Ow. Oh, owie. I bet you that's how they know what's Adam fucking twenty two. He's the podcast. Yeah, guy. he's no jumper guy. Yeah, no jumper. And guy. it's like. Straight up, he made himself a whole company for no jumper, and he interviews and he all these people. he got no fucking jumper. Yeah, and he got no jumper. That's dope. Well, we're going to jump into the new Yeah, new get music. into your new Speaking music. of Travis Scott, he actually released a new single called Escape Plan and Mafia. Uh, oh, that was that was so taken for Playboy Cardi and his album art. You see that? If you were saying that? Listen, man. Sorry, I just had to, like... Uh, hold on. This, y'all hear this? I'm throwing this in the trash. That's Playboy Cardi. Uh, anyways, let's step away from what now we're referring to as uh, more more new music for the week. Uh, Post Malone came out with a song called "One Right Now" featuring The Weeknd. Uh, I heard about maybe a minute of it. I was busy. I was about to start to play basketball. It sounded really good. I'm going to jump into it actually as soon as we get off air here. Um, Bobby Schmurda released another new song called Splash. If anybody follows him on Instagram, you've probably seen this video. It's been teased and it's been thrown around as previews. Um, Summer Walker. Huge, huge. There are a lot of people talking about her album. Uh, Lil Dirk, Young Thug. A lot of features on this album. Uh a lot of big rap names on this album. Uh, a lot of the rappers that can kind of convert to their R&B side and be on that smooth pop. Yeah, you already know what I'm talking about. That side, like the, the lover boy type. Uh, Key Glock came out with a new album called Yellow Tape 2. Not a big Key Glock guy. I'm more of like a key lock, like how you lock your doors at night. So people Good features on the album, though. Great features on that. I've seen all kinds. All kinds. Uh, Kizzy, Kizzy Glock. Kizzy Glock. Uh, Busy Glog. And Fizzy Glock. Ah, yeah. It's all, all the best of the Glogs. Uh, and to this next man, I'm gonna, he released a single. The Man That Discovered Little Dirk. French Montana. Came up with a new song with Fabio Foreign called Panicking. Listen, bud. You didn't fucking create Little Dirk. You didn't bring us Little Dirk. You just fucking said Coke Boys and he was fucking slanging that Coke back in the day, so. Allegedly. Allegedly. 
Thank you. <laughs> Allegedly. Everything's alleged over here. Yes. And other than that, we had another single by NLE Choppa. Not Chakra. Damn it. We've lost him. This we've is, lost him this forever. This is the aggressive side. Damn it. We've lost, no, I think we've lost. Damn it. Yay. He released a new song. Why called, Why couldn't Yay help Chakra? We need he released that. a new song called Jumping with Polo G, though. So anytime Polo G's connected, I'm there. So. But. Good for Polo. That, yeah. That's a, not a lot of music this week. At the next couple of weeks, there's going to be a lot of music coming up. Yeah. Because I think. Uzi has an album coming soon, does he not? Mm, I don't think it's going to be coming. I don't think it'll come out this year. I think it'll come out early next year, probably, is what I would assume. Okay. I think Kid Leroy's got another project coming out. That would shock me. But no, it wouldn't shock me because he likes to put a lot of music. But I hope, I'm just hoping with him, because he's starting to overdo his music output now. Well, he said. His next project will actually be an album, and okay. not like the "fuck love, fuck yeah, love okay. two sequel. Okay. Like it's actually gonna be like that's what I think he needs to come back for me a little bit because like right now oh, I feel like time. a little oversaturated with his music and that stay song. Like you said, it is a crazy radio song, and for me, it's just not my jam. And I want to listen to exactly. Kid Leroy. There's old stuff, and there's other things I like to listen to way more. Um, yeah, we'll see about the the Uzi tape. I still hold out that we're getting a. De- I'm still going with we're getting a Kendrick December release. I think it's happening. I do. I think December first or second week of December we're gonna get. And if it's, <laughs> I truly think this man goes home at night, turns all the lights off, and puts one lamp on with some sage in an ominous room, going, Kendrick, oh <laughs> notes, oh address me as four letters, <laughs> and he's just fucking summoning him. Because he only pops out on occasion, brother. <laughs> so. I, <laughs> All the wordplay there. Wow. I really do for the sake of hip hop. Hope you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I've just been saying next month for like 25, for like the last five years months. Of, my, of my existence. Um, my life won't be complete. <laughs> Everybody needs their favorite artist to drop some shit. And Kendrick, if you're listening, I'm man, hurting. your number one fan is here. He's hurting, man. Stop <laughs> making him suffer. I still listen to that hard part for way too much. I still listen to it thinking how hype I was for damn. I still casually run fucking damn through. And I'm like, so, wow. Man. Wow, you won a whole Pulitzer. You're the first artist ever to win a Pulitzer Award. It's a award for writing excellence, okay? J.K. Rowling's won them. And she's good at books. That she is. She can read. Whole books. She can write and she can read. Who knows? Oh, she's a keeper. Do you know that she can read? Uh, you just gotta assume if she can write, she can read. I, I, How can you read what yeah, you're well, writing? Yeah, you, know you know what they say. You know what How they do you know what people, you're writing? You know what they say about people who make an assumption, right? You make an ass out of you and me. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just scribbling. I don't know what I'm writing. Yeah, that's me, okay? <laughs> yeah, I have terrible handwriting that nobody can read. That's J.K. Rowling's baby. Maybe she writes stuff that only she can read. Maybe she's just a bad reader. Or, or maybe she can only read her own books because she memorized where every letter that she placed. That's the first time I hit that button and it felt good. Yeah, it doesn't if you just want to press it a bunch. I don't know. It's like, because it's because when you press it once, it doesn't start making the sound right. You're like, wait a minute. Ah, I need this to come quick. Well, five more taps and you hear it. 
Yeah, and then then you got then you get the delayed ones, and you're like, well, I kind of want now. It's just all yeah, hype, exactly. right? Everyone gets all hype. Um, gotta get into sleepers. Yeah, let's get into sleepers. I actually have mine, dude. Do, do, which is surprising. Fuck so I thought I'd just go. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> My boy's got it locked and loaded. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. No, I've been okay. Oh yeah, this is what I'll say before I get into this. I owe Freddie Gibson a massive apology. Not really, actually. I just think I should say it because I feel like some of our listeners will be like, oh. You were talking so much shit when Freddie when Freddie put out the diss track to Kendrick Lamar, and Ken, you said, "Oh, Kendrick Lamar doesn't belong with the same sentence as Freddie." Yeah, I said that because they don't. Okay, Freddie and Kendrick don't belong in the same fucking sentence because one's Kendrick Lamar and one is Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs is a fantastic, absolutely incredible rapper, and Alfredo is. A, a very amazing project, which I should have mentioned. To symbolize this for the people at home, especially that like sports and NBA, that's like saying Grayson Allen and Kevin Durant. Come on now. Yeah, well, maybe not that disrespectful. I mean, Grayson Allen is just an absolute piece of fucking shit. So is Freddie Gibbs. No, <laughs> just no. Kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> uh, uh, it seems not working. <laughs> wow okay no but seriously freddie is super talented an incredible rapper i was just more disrespectful at that time because well look we have to be disrespectful it's the rapid oj podcast what we do and second of all when you compare yeah again like mike like when you compare like fucking i don't know uh pat bev no, that's even too... Like, a Lou Will... Disrespect versus, him. Yeah. Like, a Lou Will versus, like, a LeBron James. Lou Will is an incredible six-man. The best six-man yeah, ever. You're Freddie, fucking... Give Freddie Gibbs way too much credit, bro. It's like LeBron and no, fucking both, P.J. Washington. No, 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 no. Because no. this... The, the Pinata and and uh, Alfredo were incredible albums. I mean, this did win... A, didn't this... Wasn't this up for a Grammy? Alfredo was up for last year's Grammy. Uh, these are... Oh, we're talking about Grammys now. No, I'm just saying... Okay. All right, you know what? I'll just play my fucking sleeper. Sorry that I ever talked and tried to apologize to people because I like Freddie Gibbs. Oh, oh the, the humanity. Ooh. Next thing you know, I might call him a rapper. <laughs> well, let's get out of here. Bye. Never mind. Scotty Bean by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist featuring... Ricky Rose, which is also the name of an alcohol. Pink alcohol. Otherwise known for roses, the color of red mixed with wine. Rose. The revolution is the genocide. Your execution would be televised. Don't cross me like Isaiah, that shit be ill-advised Dark horse, rap, black sheep, they got me vilified Castrated niggas and they feelings on IG Won't ever let this industry demasculinize me I do murder bare face, don't need no mask to disguise me Threw my effing in the stash, I think them crackers behind me Damn. He pulled me over, I asked him, yo, what's the problem, sir? I swear to duck the potholes, man, I had no option, sir Just let me go, cause my license insurance proper, sir I hate to be on the run for smoking the officer we that police before Queen and Slim, that's on the fin. Let off 50 shots of the squad, car and get in the wind. Told the Gary police in 05 that I got more guns than them. Get the feds if you want a war, and they sent them bitches in. The revolution is the genocide.
Yeah, my execution might be televised. Cross niggas like Bubba Chuck. I never gave a fuck. Hook shot a hole like Kareem, but I never lead a bus. Sick with the acne and Jack pouring three liters up. It hurt to say I miss you. The real ones always be leaving us. Caught up in the moment, most niggas folding or freezing up. Sometimes it be your own damn home. It's Judas set Jesus up. Yeah. The revolution is just genocide Made a sex tape with your bitch That pussy televised Thug nigga with some exotic dreams Erotic dreams Fucking hella thoughts But I really want me a Scotty Beam Shit was different when Mike left And it was Scotty team X won't take me back without me The bitch when the guy to ring <laughs> The revolution is just genocide Tell the hoe she don't know nah Trick daddy slip and slide Nigga Real five in my video you need a dictionary when you write your raps Or to the penitentiary just for a hundred sack I had a vision back when I was fishing for a bass But they won't listen to you in your kitchen count cash I got the dollars, motherfucker, nigga, credit scope Big bag of chronic like I'm sacking up at Interscope My pistol polish, any problems, I'ma pull it hold Peter Parker, but I've yet to reach my pinnacle. Lord. Bitches looking at me, shawty wanna see my soul. All my jury on, she only see my gold. I'm praying for my guys, pray you sing along. Yes. I fuck bitches in my ride, I never bring them home. She see just how I ride and slip her panties off. He wanted war until they hit him with a cannonball. Spark splits, raw kicks, I get from Clark Kent. Common sense, no print, strictly the mob hits. Exhale weed, shipping from the west. My brain begin to seize when I'm needing rest. Kobe Bryant, when we speaking very best. I pray for Gigi one day if she get to see me next. You ain't shit without a dollar, You ain't shit without a Ah, what a peaceful song from Mr. Freddy. So I actually don't have a sleeper this week, but instead of a sleeper, I need someone to answer this question for me. Lifelong question. I think this no one's answered this question for about fucking 11 years. Okay. So this one's been brewing. Lady Gaga really is the CEO of Polaroid. The fuck does she know about cameras? Wait, what? Lady Gaga is the CEO of Polaroid. Are you like, are, like, are you just saying something funny, or are you like telling me, like, I'm actually very curious. Is that a fact? Have you never seen that Kanye interview? No. Oh my! All right, people, have a great night. I'm gonna show Noah one of the funniest <laughs> Kanye West moments of all fucking time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you actually never seen that? I. You know I, you've seen it. I'm gonna show it to you. And you're literally gonna know exactly. What I you're think I have. About. I'm pretty sure I have. Like I, uh, I definitely have. I don't know. <laughs> play it, play it here. I haven't stopped recording because this is just good stuff. You are a celebrity, so basically, what's going to happen oh, yes. is there's product here, and this is where you end up right here. If you can communicate this product, you can make money off the product. Cause look at Gaga; she's the creative director of Polaroid. I like some of the Gaga songs. What the fuck does she know about cameras? Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, well, the creative director and the CEO. Like, okay, but yes, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye's great, man. She, he didn't understand the difference between creative director and CEO. But anyways, I mean, <laughs> ah, good old Kanye West. Our, oh, sorry. Yay. Good yay. All right, bye.